guys, we're back. It's a new podcast, last one uh, with me being home. Hope everybody's uh, doing well or has been doing well. This is the Down Baz Power Hour. I'm your host, Baz. As always, podcasts drop every Friday on Apple and Spotify. Um, all the links to my stuff is down in um, the show notes. That includes my personal Instagram, podcast Instagram, Twitter, email. If you have to email me anything, it's downbazpwrhr at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I sound kind of out of it. Um, some stuff's kind of been happening in the last few days. So I'm not going to comment or comment on it until I know a little more. Um, but I just like didn't really know if I wanted to record a podcast this week. But you know what? I'll keep the streak up. I've been kind of lazy recently. And well, to be fair, I haven't really had a lot to talk about. It's just kind of been like you know, Groundhog Day for the past, like, two fucking weeks, you know, I've been, you know, getting up, working out, uh, sitting around, doing more sitting around, eating food. I haven't really gone anywhere in these past couple weeks. I mean, most of my friends are gone. I'm just kind of waiting to to get out of here. It's Thursday night. I'm recording it, like, really late. I just have not, like, because I was thinking about maybe doing, like, some, like, you know, goofy, like, trivia questions, like, just answering trivia during the podcast and just having that be the podcast. But, I just figured I'd bullshit some stuff and that would be fine. After all, only like five of you guys listen anyway. So <laughs> for five people that really care, I'll I'll put some effort into it. Um. So yeah, no, just it's been a weird couple of days. So just kind of, like I said, not in the best of moods, but I'm still going to do this and have fun. I saw this funny tweet the other day where it was like, you know, why do men start podcasts instead of going to therapy? A, I'm in therapy, and B, that's actually so true because <laughs> this is basically like therapy for me. So thanks for listening to me rant about nothing most of the time mostly just my misfortunes in life and all that other shit but hey you know what i have a lot to be thankful for i'm thankful for you guys i'm thankful for my friends my family just everybody in my life that makes an impact and believes in me and trusts in me as cliched as that sounds so yeah it's great to have you here with me on my uh creative journey okay so uh first thing i want to talk about and I know nobody will probably care, so you can fast forward by like five or ten minutes. Depends on how long I talk about it. I want to talk about the Cleveland Browns season. Our last game was on Sunday. We played the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was hoping we could get a win and finish uh, Mike Tomlin's 15-season streak of winning seasons and give him a losing record, but we couldn't do that because we fucking suck. Yeah, so the Browns are my team, of course. I've talked about them a ton here on this show and in life and whatever, so... You know, I think by now it's kind of like something you've got wired in your brain, if you know me. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. So we finished 7-10. and 10. And I'm going to go game by game here. So the only win I saw all season at Old Crow was week one against Carolina. We won that game on a game-winning field goal. It was great, but we should have won that game by a lot more. We lost to the Jets in week two on that stupid ass. It was 30-17 to 17 with like two minutes to go, and we gave up two touchdowns to lose the game. That is an early season win that killed us. Then we beat Pittsburgh for the first time because they were starting kissing titties Trubisky. Um, should have beat the Falcons. That game was bad. We did not play very well. We should have beat the Chargers. You know, another another score would have really made the difference there. Uh, the Patriots game, that was probably the worst game we played all season in terms of, like, we, I mean, we lost to a third-string quarterback, for Christ's sake. The Ravens game, that game pissed me off because the refs fucked us over. Um, 23-20. A fucking false start call on a field goal. When do you fucking call that? Never. You never do. We beat the Bengals on um, Halloween. I remember that game. That was like our that was our best game of the season 
or the Tampa Bay game. I think those were our two best games of the season. We beat Tampa Bay. I remember being in my Uber on the way back from the airport because I missed it. Because if I had gone to Old Crow that day, that would have been fucking insane. Uh, we lost to the Dolphins. That wasn't a very good game. We didn't really show up. The Bills game was garbage. But, I mean, we showed up and played a little bit, but then we kind of gave up. Beat the Texans. That was an okay game. Lost to the Bengals. That game was bad. The Ravens game, which I went to, that was really fun. Low scoring, but fun. Saints game, that one was painful too. God, it's like I'm looking back at the season and like so much painful shit happened to us. Beat the commies, good. I remember that. And we lost the Steelers. So, yeah, the Browns did not play very well. I was never a fan of the team signing Deshaun Watson or Groper Cleveland, as many like to call him. Shout out Barry McCockner, the YouTuber. That's where I got that from. And I think it's funny. Um, yeah, no, I was not a fan of his signing. He looks like shit out there. I get it. The guy hasn't played for two seasons now, pretty much more than, you know, he missed 2021. They sat him in quotes just to avoid a suspension. Um, so, yeah, that was that. And then we, like, just traded for him and signed them. It was just a bad look. I was, like I said, not a fan from, from the beginning. And, look, he's been practicing since we played Baltimore in, like, week nine. So he had, like, a month to practice, and he wasn't hurt. He wasn't hurt at all. And he 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 could, he could play with everybody at full speed and whatever, and he gets on the field and he looks like shit. We, we I mean, we owe this guy our future. You know, I mean, we sold our souls for a fucking sexual predator, basically. You know, and it's just kind of a shame to see Cleveland sports kind of standing for that behavior and it's a bummer anything to do to win I guess um but yeah no he did not play very well this season and hopefully next year with a lot more practice and a lot more time getting used to playing with players and coaches and whatever maybe it'll be a different season but yeah this season it was painful in a lot of ways I say that probably every year about Cleveland sports but look I've seen this team I've talked about it a ton a ton a ton on this podcast but from where they started when I moved here like eight years ago to now, the culture has changed, the team has changed, everybody is like caring about this team, right? It's like you go seven and ten, eight and nine, you know, everybody's mad, they're upset, right? It's like that's how much the standard of winning and standard of quality has changed here in Cleveland in that time, you know? Like everybody's excited about finishing you know, two games under 500 or three games under 500, right? It's like that was never a dream. It was always 4 and 12, 5 and 11, 3 and 13 for years and years and years. And then, you know, the years we were here, the first two, we went to the 1 and 15 and 0 and 16 campaigns, all of them, all the games. And the only game we missed was their win. So that's painful. You go in there and see how loyal those fans are and how much they care. It's, it's really something. And that's why I love that. They're like the first team I've really. Uh, come to love over over the years um, so yeah Brown season was a disappointment but hopefully next year looks a little bit better we fired a defensive coordinator we really need to fix up our fucking defensive line just a really bad running game you know usually it's been pretty rock solid but just this past year was not it so um, yeah I won't take too long on that movies why don't we talk about movies because I've actually watched quite a few since I've been home so when we were in Mexico we all watched Glass Onion which I didn't think was that good to be honest with you you know, and look, I I don't think I've said this on here, but in 2020, when there was, like, fucking nothing else to do, I lived in a tiny apartment by myself. I didn't know anybody. I, I just watched movies, right? When quarantine started, watched movies pretty much every day. Got to school, watched movies every day. I mean, that's all I would fucking do, because there was nothing else better to do. So I watched over 200 new movies in a year. 
So to say I've been burned out from watching a lot, and I also just haven't had a ton of time, uh, you know, to watch them. So that also has to do with it. But still, I I watched a lot of movies, so I've gotten really good at film criticism, and I care about it. And with my new reviews, I'm kind of just being lazy and whatever. But Glass Onion was kind of mid. I won't lie. Like you take an hour to get the story up, and then you know the guy solves it in an hour. Like it's not it's not interesting. Like I liked the first movie because it felt so new. I guess you know. Because, like, a whodunit mystery, like, you know, Agatha Christie, all those people, right? Like, those were popular in the 70s. But the fact that it was modernized and made accessible to a new audience that hadn't been able to appreciate it before, I think there's a lot of merit in that. I liked how each subject was getting interviewed and, you know, there was just so much going on and it just felt so intriguing. This movie just didn't make sense and it was really just not not all that great. Oh, yeah, and um, Benoit Blanc plays Among Us. That one aged really well. Then I watched Amsterdam, which is the new David O. Russell movie. Uh, he groped his trans niece. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, he's a real great guy. Uh, this movie was just bad. Probably one of the worst movies I saw this year. Um, or last year, I guess, because I watched it at the end of 2022. Yeah, it just wasn't interesting. So many great cast members and whatever. And last time I checked, uh, great cast doesn't always mean great movie. Like, you can have a ton of great actors, but if there's no chemistry there, and this movie had pretty much none of it, uh, it's just not going to work. The script wasn't great. The direction wasn't great. The editing job was a mess. Um, it just didn't look good. It just didn't flow well. It wasn't It wasn't a very good and well-made movie. And the fact that my parents fucking ate that shit up, I was like, God, no. Like, I, I just, I can't. It's just not very good. The next night we watched Cha Cha Real Smooth, and that, I gotta say, is probably one of the best movies I saw all of 2022. Um, it's by Cooper Rafe, and I am literally fucking Cooper Rafe, man. Like, the way he writes his movies, like, I just feel like I am his characters in every movie that he's made. Shithouse I liked, but this one was, like, a whole new level of, like, damn, like, I feel this. Like, you know, I've been through a lot in the, the year and a half that I've watched, you know, Shithouse, and I'm like, this is fucking me. You know, like, I'm that kind of nerdy, awkward kind of kid, but this guy had charisma and stuff. He was a, you know, outgoing guy, could get a lot done. Not that I'm not, but more so than I am, let's just say. Um, and yeah, he just falls in love with this, like, middle, not this middle age, but this younger mom, and you know, he's like, it's just, the whole love story behind it, it was just like, damn, like, man, like, this really, like, you know, kind of, when you fall in love with somebody for the first time, you know, maybe ever in your life, you kind of realize that it's like, it's a scary thing, you know, because you always say, I love you to your parents, you say, I love you to your family, but we're just, it's so unconscious that, you know, we just sort of... We just say it without really thinking sometimes, I feel like. And, you know, with, when you say it to somebody you don't know, a complete, you know what I mean? Like, not somebody, like, that's your family or blood-related to. Like, you don't have to say I love you to. Like, a new girl, a person, somebody you really, really care about. That's scary. And it's just really, that movie really spoke to me. And it's themes of love and whatever and just, I don't know. Oh, yeah, and there was disability representation. That's also really cool. I liked, I liked that a lot. Um, this one's a little more controversial. Uh, this Place Rules, which is the new um, Andrew Callahan movie. Now he's coming under fire because of sexual assault. God damn it. Why can't men just treat women right, man? This shit just pisses me the fuck off. Like, why Why do you feel the need to be, like, on a power trip and, like, just assault girls, do things? That, like, why? Like, do you not know better? Like, come on, man. Like, just don't be... Don't do shit to women. Like, it's not cool. Like, that's why I'm always so, so cautious. I always, 
even if it's something stupid, like, can I kiss you? Always, I always ask for consent. Yeah, I'm that guy. So, sorry to any future lovers out there. Yeah, I probably will ask you if I can kiss you the first time. So, anyways, yeah. Sexual assault rumors aside, this movie was really, really, really good. I love Andrew Callahan. Uh, channel 5 is a great channel. I don't love him as a person, I guess, because all this shit's coming out. But, you know, whenever everything gets sorted out, I guess I'll kind of give my whole opinion on it. But, um... The movie was very well made. I think Channel 5 is a great YouTube channel. I think Andrew does a lot of great work. You know, it has merit. Um, and just the fact that he, like, has no fear. Like, there's this one really crazy interview at the end of the movie that just, like, you can tell, like, he's fearing for his fucking life. And the fact that he went in there and did it, unbelievable. Like, I think that's what journalism should be. I think we need more, like, guerrilla journalists who are, like, going out there and, like, forging the way and, you know, all this other shit. So, yeah, I... I, I'm really I was really pleased with the the final product really was a nice it was a little obnoxious on the editing but you know if you've watched channel five stuff on YouTube you know you're kind of used to it but I felt like this was a little bit more overdone than I would have liked but still very good and it's kind of scary that all this kind of ideology still exists to such an extreme in our country cool beans man I'm I can tell you one thing I will not have my 12 year old son on QAnon and reciting a bunch of uh dark web alt-right bullshit uh, if I have kids, even. So, I watched 22 Jump Street for the first time. Not as funny as the first one, but uh, still still funny enough. Good moments in there. Zoolander, the movie that's been capturing everybody's hearts with the memes and whatever. I don't get why it became popular. It's just so random. Way funnier than I remembered it. You know? Like, it's just so well-paced. The jokes... I mean, look. Most of these, like, big, big mainstream comedy movies, the first hour is, like, hilarious. And then there's, like, a drop-off and then the ending, you know? Like, they sort of run out of jokes, they run out of material. It's, like, su such a bummer, because, like, all these movies, like, even, like, a Talladega Nights, a fucking, like, all your favorite comedy, even The Hangover, right? There's, all, there's like, a lull in those movies, right? The first hour is just wall-to-wall, -wall, joke, 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 nothing happens, and then, oh, the ending. The ending's great. Um, that's the same thing with Zoolander, but it's very funny. Zoolander is a very funny movie. I think it aged very well. The comedy's great. Still, the joke's hold up pretty well like I don't think there's anything that like aged poorly in those movies because like you look at some of those like old movies like Blazing Saddles Airplane like some of those jokes aren't that funny anymore but they're still funny movies Father of the Bride I watched that movie was shitty next up The Menu basically like midsummer for like rich white people who don't watch movies um yeah very surreal very interesting kind of movie really really intrigued me though even though it's kind of basic it was still well done I thought I think the next movie I'm going to watch is The Banshees of Inchereen, which is like on HBO Max. It's by Martin McDonough, Colin Farrell, yeah, Farrell, not Firth, and then Brendan Gleeson. They were both in In Bruges together, so I'm interested to see like how that kind of chemistry will play together. I think Colin Farrell, and I'm like talking like a mile a minute here. I'm sorry. I just like don't want to be recording a podcast right now, um, but I'm still doing it. I'm a real, real creator. Colin Farrell's a great actor. I love Colin Farrell. He's done so much great stuff over the last, like, five or ten years. And I'm like, damn, like, this guy, he's he's done a really good job. Um, so that's pretty much all on that front. Um, life is just moving, man. You know, I... What did I do this week? Shit, I bought overalls. Um, they're pretty cool. Um, I'm a hipster now. Um, I went to some secondhand store in Cleveland. They, You know, the last time I was there, I found, like, a couple of cool things. I got, like, a nice, like... Minnesota Wild like hockey T-shirt there, which was cool. New school, but new school, but still new school, but still cool. Say that five times fucking fast. It's hard. And then like a National Museum of the American Indian crew neck from like ten years ago. It was cool. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I went back there to like trade some stuff in. Like they made me wait a fucking hour 
to take three items of clothes. The store was empty. I'm the only one in there. I'm like walking around the fucking store, like trying on stuff and like killing time. And then all of a sudden they like call me when I'm in the changing room. I'm like, hello. Like, oh yeah, your order's done. I'm like, dude, I've been in the fucking store. Have you not seen me? They gave me $15 in store credit after, out of like the 10 things I traded in. And I only got, they only took three things. It took you that long to sort through that? Like, wow. Like, what are you looking for? Like, oh, this nylon patch here, it's really still intact after 20 years. Uh, you know, I think we should take it in. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, we were up at the lake for a little bit of time. Um, that was fun. I got to do, like, some wine tastings with my parents. I was like, wow, I feel like such an adult, you know? Um, and, yeah, I mean, really, we were up there. We spent some time together for New Year's. That was, that was fun. Um, and that's pretty much, like, it, man. Like, I don't know. School starts in like five days, four days, and I'm just like, I'm, I hate to say it, I'm honestly kind of ready for it to start, you know, I've just kind of been like doing nothing for like a month, and I'm like, what am I doing with my life, you know, I've applied to a ton of internships, I'm like waiting, and I'm like, oh, you know, I need to get this done, and whatever, um, it's just, just a lot of, I'm just kind of ready to start, and just like not sit around and like not be productive anymore, but don't get me wrong, I've done stuff, I've been productive, I've gone places, maybe not as much as other people, but um, you know, I've been active enough and I just need a break. It's been a crazy semester, but after a while it's sort of like, okay, I kind of want to, kind of want to get back now. Uh, I kind of want to get back in the swing of things because school's starting and I can't get complacent with waking up too late in the morning and eating a late breakfast and going on my own schedule because I'm on somebody else's time. <laughs> um, so yeah, break was good. It was good to be home. Good to see my family and good to see friends for a little bit. I didn't see like a ton of them, but it was for the amount of time that I had. It was it was good. It worked out. So, um, I don't know. I think I'm just gonna cut it here, guys. Sorry, I don't have a lot to share. I've just like nothing of note has happened that I really need or want to talk about. I guess so. Um, for now, this is Bass signing off. As always, podcast drop every Friday. Go leave five stars on Spotify and Apple if you liked it. If you didn't, leave one star and tell me why. I'd love to know why this podcast sucks because this one definitely was not great. So. Until next week, uh, we'll see you. Be good. Stay safe. Stay warm. And bye-bye.